are now. About to witness the awesome, the crushing, the might, Robinson Showstopper. Who thought it was such a thing? Do you remember in the days of uh, Knuckle Up started the show backwards from 500 to zero and said that if I didn't, wasn't made uh, MMA Journalist of the Year, by the time we got to zero, I would set myself aflame. Much like Genghis the fucking grifter, I didn't deliver on that promise. It's not so much that I lie, but that I just say things that don't come true. I was actually going to set myself on fire, you have to know. But of the stupid things I've done, things that started out not quite so stupid, and yet, and yet spun out of control, I figured that was one of them. And for what? And then I said I would kill the show if I didn't have 100 people who said, I want you to do the show. 97 came and said, we want you to do the show there were three outstanding. Knuckle up exists no more. I said that by way of prelude in last week's show. Uh, June helping me to some of the stats. Some of you, the vast majority of you watch the show live. It's fine because it's free live. We all enjoy, enjoy the live experience better. Some of you actually have subscribed to the Substack for $5, which is perfect. 
Some of you watch it on the Substack, get to the 15-minute mark where it stops being free, and bail, figure you've heard enough or you've heard too much. Anybody who's listened to the show for any period of time knows that an hour is necessary to get the full, full dosage. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying the $486 a month I spend on the show, it's got to come from somewhere. And I love you guys. Yeah, man. I, I like to tempt, I like to, I like to tempt fate with my ultimatoes or ultimatums or whatever those are. All I'm going to say, I know how many of you there are. You know, if all of you gave five bucks, we'd be fine. Instead, I'm footing the bill. I don't have any need to pay for you to listen to me. I'm just, it's not a warning. It's not an old tomato. I'm just saying, if you got it to give, give it. That's it. It's a one-to-one -one trade. June has got to put this stuff up. I'm not going to do it. I used to do it, but uh, I'm not putting it up on Apple Music or Spotify or this, the RSS. I'm doing all that stuff. Anyway, that's the deal. Let's get to the show. So uh, with the familiar now the now familiar two-step, if you've read the substack, you know that this is going to be disturbing. Ah, there he is. It's Fuck Cyclone. You know this is going to be disturbing. If those of you are not ready for disturbing on your Sunday afternoon, what can I say? Go back to the football game because this is not the show for you. Right? Because this will involve discussions of poop eating. Poop eating. I don't know if you read the... Well, let, let's go back in the week. Let's go back in the week as we always do. Now that I finish complaining about money, we'll go back. Mr. Robinson, what happens... Well, what happened this week is I delivered the Carlos Watson, Steve Jobs piece to Information Magazine. I delivered the uh, the column on uh, 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 on Golden uh, on Golden Pond to Decibel about heavy metal being the only elderly mu music that actually louds age. I have one more piece to do for a book on uh, Killdozer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's all the difference in the world is doing it on stage. If Vince McMahon did this in the, in the ring, uh, but I get ahead of myself. So the week was all right. Tuesday we did If the Shoes Fit. I forgot that we were doing a uh, Bad Boss Brief on Friday. So you'll have some new Bad Boss Briefs next week. It was on, it, was, it was the apology show. And it was uh, uh apology show as well as um, uh, we talk heavily about the layoffs at Google, of which there have been hundreds. Don't feel sorry for those guys. We just talk about it on the Bad Boss Brief. Then Thursday night... Some folks from jiu-jitsu said, hey, man, you want to go see some yacht rock? And I go, well, man, I was there at the beginning of punk rock. I was in a hard rock, I don't know, hardcore yacht rock. Yeah, man, Christopher Cross, I got you. Jerry ba Jerry Rafferty, yeah, yeah, okay. Should I bring the backgammon, the champagne, and the cocaine? No, they said just bring your roller skates. So there's a band called uh, uh, Silver Fox. And they were opened up for by a band called Fell Swoop. 
Now, Fell Swoop had one good song as the last song, but otherwise, it had this kind of cheese ball angle of attack. You know, the singer, like, uh, like uh, I don't, if I don't know if you know what Yacht Rock is, look up Christopher Cross or just type in Yacht Rock. Guy was way too pleased with himself, and I couldn't figure out whether he was genuinely cheese ball or was doing some meta thing of cheese ball. But I figured out in the end, like I told you about the the woman who I dated who tried to catch $300 off me and pay me with sex and then decided she felt so bad about it, she had to like make mock of the whole occasion by, oh, ah, ooh, doing this fake porn star thing. And I was like, you're not going to ruin this for me. And I drilled down deep. Maybe it was it's, it's that kind of thing. Just maybe. Right? The band fakes it long enough, it becomes real. It's indistinguishable. Anyway, they had one good song. It was at the end. And then they were out in the audience to get their accolades. And so it clearly marking themselves as amateurs in my mind. Was that great? Oh, how was that? I was so nervous. Can you believe it? it a... But then uh, Silver Fox comes on, four-piece, keyboard, singer, guitar player who looks like Jay Macis, apparently named Sean. He's he of the Silver Fox. Bass player, drummer. And they're good. They're actually really good. In other words, I don't ever see them sitting around going, hey, let's do music like Christopher Cross because it's going to make us rich. I hear them sitting around going, you know what the craziest fucking thing we could do is? Let's make music like Christopher Cross. And they actually end up being good. But the other people, amateurs, uh, yeah, Pina Colada song comes to mind. Exactly. Uh, they're like, we're going to stay. I said, you're making a big mistake. Five songs in, I know where the rest of the set is going. I know I'm going to enjoy it, but I'm not going to enjoy when I got to get up at 5.30 in the morning to go, 6 in the morning to go to jiu-jitsu tomorrow. Good evening, sirs. Yeah, he looks like a little like Charlie, uh, no, like uh, um, uh, like Charlie, not, uh, Devil Came Down to Georgia, Look, Charlie Daniels. It's a little like Charlie Daniels, one of the guys, but no. So. I blast, Kosh and I, we blast out of there at uh, 10.30. Plus, I don't want to pay the babysitter, not a nickel more, 10.30. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, get home. Those two, they don't get, the other jujitsu team members don't get home until like 1, 1.30. And they drag ass. I saw them on Saturday, drag ass. And they can't. Hey, you know what? It's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. I can get by on four hours of sleep a night. Have done so many a time. It's not healthy and it's not good. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying. It is the single most dangerous thing I do, and I do it all the time. That and sitting. Whoever thought, woke up in the middle of the night, smelled burnt toast, thought, this is fucking it. It wasn't. Here I am now. So this is the week. I had to Friday, gosh, I had to get some injections, so I had to miss jujitsu, but I'm up around, I'm ambulatory, it's not me, I'm fine. Knock on something vaguely wooden. But through all of this, I'm sitting reading the newspaper. I'm going to call it the newspaper, you know what I mean. And they, they've got a, a document drop from this trial, the sex trafficking trial with Vince McMahon. Now, I always used to think, I always used to think it was really weird. If you came of, of age like I did in the 60s, you know, there's a holdover from the swinging bachelors of the 50s and the, what Hugh Hefner has wrought, this whole idea that guys have little black books, right? 
little black books with phone numbers and that they would pass along these phone numbers you know, for women that are gamers, guys get back from World War II and they want, hey, I'm a friend of uh, Jimmy's. Could you let, and they, you know, boom, get in there. That actually, I, I thought that was garbage until I did it, pulled it off. Buddy of mine said, hey, I'm having to, and I was like, well, let me get in there. Get in. The woman was sort of offended at first. Eight months goes by, must have thought about it, called me. I'm not saying this for any other reason than to set up the Vince McMahon story. He's got an employee who's charging him with sex trafficking. Hey, Show Stomper fans. Thanks for checking out this teaser of the Eugene S. Robinson Show Stomper. Please be sure to join us over at showstomperpodcast.substack.com to subscribe so you can enjoy the remainder of the show. Every show runs a little over an hour for free on the Showstopper YouTube channel every Sunday when it airs live. To catch the show after that, you will need to become a paid subscriber on Substack to help support Eugene's work and help us to keep bringing these shows to you week after week, year after year. Thank you so much for your support. See you over on Substack.